Welcome to a new episode of Liftoff, a Jets football podcast with your host, Chris, and from playlikeajet.com, Mr. Sharman Phillip. Sharman, what's going on, man? What's going on, Chris? How is everyone going? Uh, I'm just catching my breath, man. Week one in the books for the NFL, man. It started off crazy with that Thursday night Dallas-Tampa Bay game. That was a crazy game. And it ended with the Monday night game, which was another crazy finish, crazy game with Baltimore and and the uh, Raiders. And we had our game in the middle of it. So, um, so let's let's get into our game before we get into anything else. But all right, we end up losing nineteen to fourteen to Carolina. All right, so we seen the game. Uh, on the outside, yeah, it looked like our offensive line was really bad. First half, we get shut out, 16-0. It was looking like, here we go again, another <laughs> another game like it was last year where we had no shot, but we actually showed a lot of heart, and we came back in that second half. So take us into the game a little bit, Charmin. Give us, like everybody saying the offensive line was bad. Well, what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, the offensive line was bad. Um it's uh, It was a tale of uh, kind of what I've been saying a little bit before the season began. I wrote an article about it um, explaining John Benton's system and how precise it is. And a lot of that precision takes time to build. And um, that zone scheme, everyone's blocking and everyone's supposed to be blocking at the same time. And the timing between the running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, and offensive linemen should be coordinated precisely. The problem with that is a lot of the people you're asking to do that, they haven't been doing it together for a long period of time. So there's absolutely no way they would be coordinated right now. Um, so there was a lot of missed blocks. Uh, there was a lot of missed assignments. Um there was just a bad play from certain players. Uh, one, uh, George Fant got burnt multiple times. Um, bad hand placement, bad foot placement, you know, uh, bad weight distribution, whatever you want to put it. He was, he was all over the place. Uh, probably slightly the guy probably that looked the best was probably G- GVR. Um, he had a few bit bad uh reps here and there but for the most part he was <laughs> i mean if you want to pick something out of the the trash i mean <laughs> you pick a, i mean he was he was okay um our center was uh, hmm. man we're gonna start we have to start asking questions about mcgovern and who he really is because um I'm not going to say the ship has sailed because, again, I think uh, for the whole season, I think this is one game, so I'm going to wait. Um, I still believe, again, that the system takes time to learn, so I'm going to wait on that. Uh, but when you see people struggle with the same thing they've been struggling for the last couple of years, yeah, you start asking questions. Uh, well, like, well, just to stop you for a second, were you saying that we've been struggling <clears throat> But the same thing, I've, you know, like, I think we, we, we've all been hearing about it the last couple of days is that yes. the online um, offensive line can't stop stunts. Yes. Now, give me, g- give us, 
a little explanation of what stunts are, you know, an easy way to explain it and also explain why we keep having the same problem with it. It's basically an issue, uh, something that you would, uh, you would do to a team that has communication issues. Um, and like I said before, if you put a bunch of guys together that haven't really played together for a long time, guess what? You know, um, their, their, their coordination and communication wouldn't be as well, as good as a team that's been playing for three years together. So that this offensive line, you have McGovern on one side. McGovern and GVR is the only two guys that played together here, right? right. Uh, well, Fan was injured for a while. So he hadn't, he doesn't have as much reps as McGovern and GVR has had. Uh, so Beckton on the other side um, had been injured too. So he hadn't had that much reps to either. So you take that away and you have a rookie in the midst of all that. So you take all that together and then you put together, um, like I was saying before uh, we started recording, uh, you put that together with everybody around that that's asked to block. On a, on a zone scheme, especially wide zone. You're talking about tight ends, running backs, and wide receivers. And when everything fails so badly, everybody just looks horrible, horrible. And that's basically what it is. Stunts are, okay. <clears throat> on any given play, um, a defensive lineman will, is responsible for one gap. And that's the gap he will shoot, right? Mm -hmm. If he's if he if his head is in the A gap, he's gonna go A. If his head is in the B gap, he's gonna go B, right? What a loop, what what a stunt is basically, is or uh, or twist. That's another name for it. Is basically that defensive lineman will sit in one gap, and then he will literally loop around and go get go to another gap whilst the player that's gonna replace him attacks the gap like somebody replaces him and attacks his gap i see so the only way it would the only way you would block that is if you understand how to one attack the looper which is the player going around and then pass him off enough in so that in time so that the guy you're passing him off is steady enough or understands the situation enough or knows the communication be between you two enough that he knows to get off and go get the loop or go get the guy replacing the guy, the, the guy that just left the 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 um the gap. So there's there's basically it has to be almost like a dance. Um and you should know, Chris, dancing is coordination. And uh, if you don't have any coordination, you know, you step on people's toes. Basically what the Jets have been doing all, all, all game with all, again, another name you would call these games, stunts, twists, is the same thing. Um, you, you know, you literally taking advantage of the fact that teams have poor communication. Another ish, a problem with that is this is something that teams will just do to the Jets until the Jets figure it out. So going forward, if they don't figure out the communication, we're going to see a lot of those well, four-man rushes that just with a lot of twists. And just to give you some numbers for the offensive line, they gave up six sacks. Mm -hmm. 
11 quarterback hits and there was pressure on 40% of the dropbacks. Incredible. That's horrendous. <laughs> yes. I mean, this poor kid is not going to, he won't last the season if, if we don't improve on the offensive line. I mean, and we said, and you said it, I said it, I, I'm sure everybody who knows anything about football knows that our, with any team really, but especially with this team, the offensive line is the key for them to be, you know, for them to get any better than what we are right now. That offensive line is so important. Um, so, okay, now I, I, a lot of, and so obviously if the offensive line wasn't working, we weren't able to run the ball. I mean, we, we yep. numbers two running the ball, horrible, nine carries, 24 yards for, for Coleman, Ty Johnson, four for 15, Carter, four for six. So that's not what this offense should be producing. This offense, we talk about it everywhere it is, it produces an extremely good running game. And yes, that's not what we had. So without a good running game, we're, we're, we're going to be dead in the water here. So um, yeah, the, the one point I want to make before you move on from the running game, I think, I think people has, have to understand um, this, this is not about the running backs. They had no chance. Um, I don't know how many plays I saw, running plays I saw, and there was instant uh, penetration by the defensive line. Like just instantly, with guys to the point where if you if you pause the play, Zach hadn't even handed the ball off, and right. somebody had already been at least a half a step into the backfield. Yeah, how do you win that? How do you, as a running back, win that? A running back yeah. and. <laughs> and even when and even when there were solid blocks uh, across the line, when uh, the running back broke out, let's say on a wide zone, and uh, your your center takes the wrong angle angle to a backside linebacker, letting the backside linebacker pent, like run all the way across the field to cut off the back the cutback for the running back, which if he was able to cut back he would have probably hit his head on the goalpost. It's, it's very, the thing about, about football, especially run blocking, is very nuanced. There's small things about it that if that little thing doesn't work, everything falls apart. And the fact that our tight ends, huh, I mean, I, I, they were non-existent in the blocking. None, they're nothing. They, they, if, if, if they were the trash, when it comes to blocking, I, I, I got to find a different adjective to explain how bad they were in blocking. It's worse than trash, trust me. Definitely. So, and a lot of the talk was centered around Mims because he only, mm. you know, he made that one big play. We didn't see him all game. I think I, I, think I even texted you, like, is Mims even in there yet? You know, and we really didn't see him until that play that he did make. The, I think it was a 40-yard reception. Um, and Salah mentioned that he's got to know every position, mm. right? Uh, and all this kind of thing, since he's not the top three or four wide receiver, he's got to be able to move into any position and be ready. Um, so basically he's saying he doesn't know mm. the playbook. Is that what he's trying to say? Maybe, maybe you're, you're getting something different than I am. Well, what do you think he's saying on why Mims isn't playing a lot? Another re another thing again that's like a conversation that we need to have honestly. 
we love Mims and what he might be able to bring to the Jets. Um, tall, long arms, ridiculously athletic, fast, all that stuff. But if you can't execute within a football, within a football team or within a scheme, I can't put you on the field because then you become a liability. You understand me? Mm -hmm. I don't care how talented he is. If, like I was just saying about blocking, you could block, yeah, fine. If I show you run to this guy and block him, right? Then you do it, that's fine. But if I am calling a toss, a crack toss, and you're supposed to understand who's your, the guy you need to go block, depending on what the defense does, and I can't, and you, I can't trust you enough to understand what your priority should be, or what your keys are, and what are you looking for, and you, I can't get you to understand those things. Why should I have you on the field? <laughs> That's basically what he was saying. <laughs> this is the, this is what I'm saying, and I know a lot of Jets fans are in love with Mims, and I am too. I wish to God this kid could get on the field, but the coaches know what they're doing. They are coaches for a reason. If he does not understand what he needs to do on the field, there's no way they're going to put him on the field. It's very simple. And especially, like I said, how this system needs so much cohesiveness. If you don't understand what your job is within the system, I can't put you in. And it's so sad to say that because Jeff Smith has been in the league for a little longer and he understands more and he probably is more of a, 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 a cerebral guy or he understands more football than and he was a Mims does. for a little bit in college too. So there you go. I'm out too. <laughs> there you go. So yeah. I'm sorry um, that a lot of people are feelings are hurt that Mims doesn't get uh, um, on the field. I, I am hurt too. You know, I wish the kid could get in because again, the promise there, man, it's incredible. Listen, he was a second but, round pick, so obviously the talent yes. is there. Yeah, <laughs> and we the see talent that. is talent. It's one thing. Yep. Football is not just talent. Yep. And here's here's the the rep breakdown for the wide receivers. Uh, just to add to it, Davis had fifty eight reps. Moore had fifty six. Berrios thirty seven. Jeff Smith nine, and then Mims had three. So obviously, listen, if the guy, listen, we know his talent so that we can put that aside, but why would the, why would the coaches not want to put him in there? If he's that, you know, if, if he's going to give us a better chance to win, right. It's gotta be something. The coaches yep. are not going to hold him back for no reason, just because exactly. they don't like him or whatever. And it's exactly what you're saying. He's got to know the playbook yep. in, in every position. Maybe more, like you said, Smith knows it more. More knows it more than him. Maybe all these guys know Barrios does, right? And Barry Barrios, yeah, right. So, and we've seen it all throughout um, training camp and in the preseason games, right? We were saying, "Wow, why isn't Mims playing? Why isn't he playing?" And then he had why isn't he, last game. How many? How many times did we? How many times did we ask the question? Why isn't he with the first first team? Right. Why isn't he with the first team? When you're not on the, in the first team, that means there's some kind of learning curve you're missing. Something 
in what you're supposed to know you're struggling with. It's very simple. It's not that complicated. No, and you know what? And we've seen it also, too, going back to the offensive line. We've seen the offensive line struggled all throughout yes. the camp yes. in the preseason. And we were like, oh, they'll be fine. They'll be right. And then all these problems whoop, are right back into week one. So, um, all right. So that's the offense. We're going to switch over to the defense. Defense, yeah, they gave up the 16 points in the first half. We were down 16 nothing. But you know what? They only gave up a field goal after that. So they yeah. did play much better. I think for me that I, I thought they were going to play. I thought it was going to be a higher scoring game, but to hold them down to only 16 points. All right. Part of it was probably because of Sam Donald, he did have a botch fumble near the goal line. So um, they probably could have got a few more points, but, um, but still, you know what? I think our defense played pretty solid considering everything. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, shout out to guys like Eccles and shout out to guys like Franklin Myers and, and uh, Gavin Gidry and uh, and Carter too, um, that just played ball. You know, they just balled all night. All got got into position. Every time they got into position, they were making a play. Uh, they were always in position to make a play. They hustled. Um, I just I'm I was impressed with the kids. Um, I don't think. I think it had to do a lot with the pressure the Jets were getting on Sam Donald. And again, you know, because the, because the uh, Carolina Panthers were getting all these yards and getting that, you know, getting all these uh, uh, completions and first downs, you would think that they, they weren't getting pressure on, on, on Sam Donald. And that, that, that's nothing further from the truth. The Jets were getting pressure on him. That the the you know how you could tell. Find me the how many long passes did Sam Donald have? Like down the field, long passes where he was standing there forever and he had forever to stand there and launch a ball. Yeah, not many. Exactly. It's very simple. I think I think he had the one with with um. Definitely with Robbie the, on the touchdown. With Robbie. And then he had another one I remember down on the right-hand right, hand, right, uh, right hand side of the field. I can't remember. That was a long one. He had a, kind of a back shoulder kind of type of throw I think he had with uh, – Game one, maybe? Uh, I think it was the other kid, uh, the tall kid. But, um, but oh. that was about it. Yeah. But that was about it. Most of the plays were short, intermediate plays. And if you remember – Chris, I said this. Mm-hmm. One of my f- biggest fear was that the Carolina would literally come in with a game plan where it would be short game all day, forcing the kids to react, you know, understanding their keys and, and diagnosing where to go get, you know, and just happen to have one of the, you know, <laughs> stealthiest, <laughs> slickest running backs in the NFL. That could just get out of any damn situation, yeah. And, and break break like three <laughs> tackles before he goes fourteen yards with off of a off of a freaking dump off. You know, but I, I, I I I think kudos. I I I say kudos to the freaking running back, the um the Jets defense because yeah, I thought they played pretty good. I think if if it wasn't for the magician like job that uh, CMC did, 
um, the Jets, the Jets defense would have looked really better. Yep. And you know what? I, I love that they, um, that they used all these guys on the defensive line. Like they rotated them all. So they were all kind of fresh, even going into the fourth quarter, a rundown of, the, of those snaps real quick. Franklin Myers at 44, Williams, 39, Huff, 34, Lawson, 34, Fadukasi, 34, Rankins, 31, Ward, 17. So it was a good rotation, and that's what you want. These, you want these guys fresh in the fourth quarter. And I think it shows. I mean, three points to a team, like you said, with, with McCaffrey, who for the most part did look unstoppable for most of the game. Uh, it didn't look like we were able to stop him. But at the end, 19 points. If, yep. we, if our defense does this every week, I'll take that every week, 19 points. I agree. I and and we'll take that. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and for those that say that's out there, um, besmirching the name of Quinn and Williams off of one first game. Uh, oh, he was owned by a backup guard or whatever the crap that they're talking about. Please go watch the film. Uh, please ask Chris. Please t- see how many snaps Williams had again. He played. He played. Uh, Williams played thirty nine. Okay. Played 59 snaps. That is that you last year he played way he averaged more than that. If I if I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he did average more than that, slightly more than that. Yeah, I would, I would say so. My 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 thing is this, right? You're taking a man that hadn't really played in the in the preseason, was injured. And you're like, oh, well, he didn't have a sack and he didn't have this and he didn't have that. We just talked about the fact that Carolina didn't have Sam Donald hold the ball. No. The ball was out of Sam Donald's hands all night, really quick. I think he ranked top three in the NFL. I saw a stat somewhere in time of of release, in release time. That means he was holding the ball like under three seconds or something like that, 2.7 seconds or whatever it was. Why in the hell against a Jets team who, you know, most would say before that, before Sunday, defense is not that good. Why would you, why would you not hold the ball forever and slice them downfield? Hmm? Exactly. You know why? Because they were getting his face all night. They didn't have a choice mm-hmm. but to do that. That's the way I, I pointed that out before when we previewed the game. That's the way to beat the Jets. Because, again, they have a bunch of young guys that you want to put in situations where they're, not, they're uncomfortable, understanding how to get through a bunch of trash, pick their way through, get to the ball carrier, and, and, and understanding what they're seeing in front of them. That's what you do to rookies. They will take, sometimes take wrong, uh, um, make wrong decisions on, on posi- like positions and where they're supposed to be going to you know, a wrong, a wrong step towards the running back. And then because the running back is already what he, who he is, you yeah. give him any slight advantage, he's gone, you know? And if you're not tackling right, which they did not, you know, they had several missed tackles. But again, you can't really blame <laughs> this dude is crazy. Mm. You know, he's so damn slippery. So I think leave Williams I, alone. He'll be fine. Yeah. I, I, you know what? And just looking at it overall, you know what, 1914, we lost. 
Um, it could have been much worse, but you know what? Our defense kept us in the game, kept it from getting much uglier. Sam Donald helped, helped us out as well with the with the botch handoff by the goal Agreed. line. So that could have definitely been at least three more points, maybe more. So I think overall, you know what? It was better than what I think we, we were both expecting maybe a little bit more offense from both sides, not just Carolina, but also from us. So, uh, but I, I, neither one of us had the Jets winning this game. So I don't think it was that much of a surprise. Um, for me, the offensive line struggling as much as it did was a, was definitely a little bit of a surprise, but like you said, this is a, this offensive line, this system does take time to get, you know, to gel and to come together. So uh, I think it's going to be a slow start for us, especially with yep. the offensive line. But the, the thing coming out of this game, I think Wilson is the real deal. And if anybody mm-hmm. doesn't think so, I think they got to keep watching because this kid looks like the real deal. I think, if I think someone mentioned it, I've seen it somewhere, but if it was Sam as our quarterback in that game, there's no way we would have had 14 points. I guess. And uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, most definitely with that he, kind of pressure, <laughs> Wilson showed that he has uh, a set on him. He, he is a very tough kid. Um, there was one play that he stepped up in the pocket, took a shot and delivered a freaking frozen rope. Mm-hmm. to Denzel Mims. And I saw initially people on, on Twitter saying, oh, Denzel Mims made a play. Guys, that was your quarterback. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was all your quarterback. That's That was it. That play was Mims going on a go route. And that was like a two, I think it was a two, high, a two deep shell, if I remember clearly. So the, the, the corner was playing shallow. He ran past the corner. And Zach literally put the ball right between where the corner is and where the safety was supposed to be, which is where the hole is in two deep shell. So that was like perfect. With somebody smashing him in the ribs. Mm-hmm. That's your quarterback, guys. You know what? And he took hits all game. And he kept get back and you know kept getting back up. So um, this kid is tough. He's the real deal. I think that's the the thing I got from that game as well. Our offensive line better keep him upright, or else you know he may not make it the whole season. But um, that's that that's definitely the important part. Um, all right. So next week or this week coming up, week two, home opener. Me and Sharman will be there. Hopefully we'll we'll see some people there too. We'll say hello. But. Sure. Uh, most importantly, we're playing the New England Patriots. So since we're playing the Patriots, and we know a, a good friend of ours is a humongous Patriot fan, a super Patriot fan. So we got him to join us to kind of give us a little preview about the Patriots uh, uh, game, uh, actually review last week's game, and also give us a little bit of preview what we should be expecting in week two. So Patrick... Come on in, come on into the show. How are you? What's up, man? Uh, What's up, Pat? Not much. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Want to introduce yourself real quick? Sure. I'm Patrick. Uh, big Patriots fan. All Boston sports. Um, oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> just happy that, you know, fans are back in the stands. It makes a huge difference, I think. Oh, my God. Um, just watching it on TV. 
Yeah. I was saying that I'm, while I'm watching the game, I'm thinking to myself, man, this is so much cooler with the fans in the stands than last year with the fake noise. It's so much better than just ambient Apple music yeah. in the background. Oh, so awesome. <laughs> ambient Apple music. Yeah, yeah just, like you know, the, the <laughs> fake murmur of a crowd just doesn't, yeah. doesn't do it. it. it definitely like you're good. playing Madden or something. Yeah. <laughs> Worse, <laughs> there wasn't even a crowd to see, you know, a fake crowd at least. But, yeah, yeah. So, Patrick, well, what's your what's your thoughts? Uh, it was um, Dolphins. You know, it w- it was a tough game. I, there are similarities between the Patriots Week One and the Jets Week One. I was listening to you guys before I came on, and uh, it was a low scoring game with the Dolphins seventeen sixteen. The um, and we had a rookie quarterback that you know, I I think the biggest takeaway is that the Patriots found a quarterback. They got Mac Jones. Every, everything that I read and watched, the words game manager kept on coming up. Um, and he did much more than that. He was 29 to 39 for 281 uh, touchdown. He was, he was the most important thing, though, is Jones was throwing people open. He was not throwing to open people. He was he was dropping balls in buckets and um, the defense played well. Uh, Damian Harris had a good game until the final the final fumble. He ran for a hundred yards even. Um, they 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 were well distributed for the receivers between Aguilar, Myers. I would have liked to see them lean on the tight ends a little more. Um, John who got five catches and Hunter Henry had three. So you figure eight attempts, eight targets out of the 39 were to the safety, uh, to the safety blanket, the tight ends. The the narrative that I heard going in was he was going to use the tight ends and the running backs a lot. Um, and it's just unfortunate, the fumble as they're driving. Uh, I think they were on the nine yard line and Damian Harris is reaching out for an extra yard and, ball just gets swiped away and at that point you just got to know to hold on it's easier said than done but two hands because a field goal there wins the game right so yeah that was that was a that was a rough way to lose that game yeah i mean when you look at the stats i mean the patriots had 18 more offensive plays had almost 400 yards of total offense they held the Dolphins to 259 yards. I mean, like you said, with the Par- uh, the Panthers game and the Jets, if if you told me the Patriots are going to give up 17 points, would you sign up for that? I would sign up for that every week. Sure. I mean, even with a rookie quarterback, 17 points is Should um, be. A, good, a good game defensively. Yeah, absolutely. 17 points is nothing. And when you look at Miami stat lines – uh, Tua had only 202 yards throwing. He did throw a touchdown. He did throw a pick. Um, uh, running, he ran a touch. He ran a touchdown in. Um, Waddle and Parker had pretty good days. Waddle four for 61. Parker four for 81. Gaskin was nine for 49. So they they did move the ball a little bit, but they moved the ball a little bit. There was no. Um, yeah, I, mean, I don't know what happened to Gasecki because. They only threw it to Durham Smite. I mean, other than Gaskin, Waddle, and Parker, they th- they targeted two other players. Yeah. And that's it. So 
Um, yeah, Gaskin was we were, only five. We were without um, Stefan Gilmore. So, right. Yeah, so that, that makes the defensive had, performance even that much more. Yeah, Gusecki only had two targets and he had no catches. Yep. So that's pretty. I yeah, mean, that, that. that's and that's and that's probably one of the more potent uh, weapons on that defense on that offense. And yeah, because coming not into the, the year, ball. he was trending upwards. You would think exactly. he was going to get definitely. But yeah. I, I just like the resilience of Mac Jones. Um, I I wish they would have given the ball to James White a little more. I like that they targeted him seven times, and he had six catches for forty nine yards, including a wheel route, like an out and up route. Mm-hmm. I think against a linebacker, and Mac Jones just put it right on him. And these are not, if you watch the film from this first week, these are not Mac Jones throwing to open receivers, like I said before, at Alabama. These are these are contested throws, NFL throws. So it's good to see Jones making that, that next progression, completing yeah. 74%. Yeah, my opinion, my opinion on Jones is that I was impressed. Um I think I think a lot, of course a lot of people are gonna make a big deal about the fact that it looked like he was dinking and dunking. Um, but I think as a rookie, the best trait you can have, the best thing you could do is take what defenses allow you to have. Exactly. Um, I mean, if the and, defense if the defense is giving you 280 yards for a game, that's that's fine. You don't yep. have to. You don't have to throw for four hundred yards. The most important thing is the no, no, no interceptions. Play a clean yeah. game and just positional, situational football. Know when to take the chance. I mean, if the defense gives you a five yard out and it's third and ten, yeah, maybe that's when you look for something different. But if it's first and ten, just take what the defense gives you. Yeah, and uh, uh, I mean, what do you think about the defense? The Patriots defense. The Patriots defense without Stephon Gilmore. I mean, I really like Kyle Duggar. I really mm-hmm. like Kyle Duggar. Yes, sir. Uh, him and McCourty. Uh, it was big having Dante Hightower back. He only had four tackles. Um, Duggar had a tackle for loss. Judon Bentley Van Noy's back. He played. He played a pretty good game. Um, they're going to be all right. They're. They're gonna they're gonna ask a lot of J.C. Jackson and Jalen Mills though without yes. Gilmore for the first half of the season. Mm. I but love. I mean, I love other it. than the final result, this was a good game. I mean, it was a good divisional football game that came right down to the wire. And like your game, I mean, you have a rookie quarterback, you have the ball, you within a possession at the end of the game. That's all you can ask for. It's true. Yeah, and you guys had the possession to win the game too. No yeah, it just hurts that it's at home. Yeah. I mean, it's a divisional game right away. I'd like to see them play the divisional opponents when Jones has some games under his belt, but oh, wow. Yeah, but you could tell, just like with us with Wilson, uh, you could tell that he's the real deal, you know? Yeah. So I, um, know, but... I'm just happy that uh, I... I, I <laughs> I didn't start some of these guys on fantasy. I, I was thinking the rookies were going to show up and Ramadre Stevenson got the ball twice. I was high on yeah. him. Yeah. I think he's the guy to hold on to, though. I think he's going to be a little he was more. He's the guy that led the league for whatever it's worth in the preseason. 
in running. Yeah. And but. he just and he fumbled the ball in the first quarter, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna have to gain that trust back. But I think he's a guy that, you know, for fantasy wise, I think he's a guy to hold on to uh for later on in the year. And I was pleasantly surprised with Aguilar and Jacoby Myers. Um between them, they had eleven catches for hundred and do some math here. Sixteen. Hundred and sixteen and a touchdown combined. That's not each. So, but I mean, if they can each do 70 and 50 a game, I mean, that's, you know, that's like a thousand and eight hundred or so that I'll take that. If you told me Nelson Aguilar is going <laughs> to on pace for a thousand yards, it's only one game, but. It's true. So. All right. So how do you think it looks? How do you think the, the matchup looks this week? Week two Patriots at Jets. What's your thoughts? And then we'll get into what Charmin thinks. Sure. I, um, it's good that there's film that I can, that I can look at, you know, it's not a big unknown anymore going into week one. Like I was telling you guys earlier, it's the first time in about 15 years that I didn't know what to expect <laughs> with the Patriots. I just had no clue. Um, so it's good that there's game film on tape now, but I think it's going to be another close game. I think the offenses are going to do a fair, a little better this, this week. Um, I could see not much better, but I could see like a 24, 21 Patriots win. I'm, I got to say the Patriots are going to win, but I can't, I can't say that one team's going to blow out the other. I think it's just going to be, it's going to come down to which rookie quarterback makes a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, uh, right. I that I mean that is true. Uh, I promise, like I said before, I think uh, even though in this game against Miami, it looked like there was not that much bleaching going on by the Patriots. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I did not um, in the condensed form that I watched the game. Um, I did not see that much blitzing. A lot of four man rush. Uh, and I basically just kind of, uh, egging, uh, tour to make a mistake, which I think that's probably what, uh, they saw on film about Tua is that he has an issue probably reading the field. Um, so they kind of was just zoning him out. Trying, they, trying yeah. To they get flooded him to the zone the and drop people yep. back and yep. make him throw and, into tight windows and try to confuse them and. Yeah, that's not gonna work against Zach. No, Wilson they, will make they, those throws. They will they 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 will be uh it will be my educated guess is they would uh, mimic a lot of what uh, Carolina did up front. Um there'll be a lot of stunts and a lot of twists, still four man rushes, of course. Um like Bel- like Belichick defenses always do, they will show you there'll be a lot of rotation going on. Um but I don't think it's going to be the main game plan. I think the main game plan is going to be the same thing Carolina did. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, one single safety in the back, uh, f- uh, flood the D-line with a bunch of players. Let's um, rush four. Sometimes it looks like six is coming, but four is still coming. They're just coming from several different areas. Um, that's what's that's what it's gonna be. I'm trying to confuse the kid, but also confuse the offensive line, which again, 
like I said earlier, having communication issues. Uh, so I think that's what it's going to be. Uh, what do you think? The, give us a score. What's your guess? This is this is a rookie offensive coordinator going up against one of the best defensive coordinators we've ever seen. <laughs> not a good he one. might not he might not have the weapons that he normally has. Uh, but a lot of those players are very talented players. Even if Gilmore is not around, a lot of those players are very talented players. Uh, uh, Vanoy is still around. Um, uh, there, there's a lot of guys that, that still, in my opinion, could do this. Uh, so, and unfortunately, I uh, predicted that the Jets would, uh, would lose. And uh, the last game, and my score wasn't actually wasn't pretty far off, Chris. Remember, I said what I said, twenty one seventeen or something like that, twenty one fourteen or something like that. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't that far that far off. Um, and uh, I think this is going to be a low scoring game again. I don't think the offenses are going to fare too well again. I think both both defenses are going to cause issues for both quarterbacks. I think. Um, it's going to be the same issues with for the for the um, New England Patriots are going to do the Jets the defense the same thing. They're going to play short. They're going to make the running back make the miss miss tackles. I think difference here is that the Jets are probably going to be able to tackle better um, because they're playing a lesser opponent when it comes to running back. Um, but I think it's going to be a lesser score. So I'm saying. <laughs> Seventeen fourteen, and you're saying Patriots? Patriots, yeah. Hmm. All right, someone's got to pick the Jets, I guess, right? So, uh, <laughs> look, I picked the Patriots. It's a pick'em game for me. I'm just, yeah. I gave the Patriots a field goal because they're the Patriots. Vegas has them at five and a half right now. Wouldn't surprise me if the Jets pull out this game. I'll, I'll have to pick the Jets only be, and I'm going to go right around where you guys are going. I'll say 23, 20 Jets. They'll get a late field goal. Um, I, I think either way it's going to, I think we will say, we all think the same way. It's going to come right down to the very end, which rookie quarterback is going to make the mistake. Um, and you would probably think that it's going to be Wilson because he's going against the more experienced defensive coordinator, more experienced defense as a whole as well. So, um, but I can, I can very well see both of them making a mistake. It's just who's going to make it at the most inopportune time late in the game. True. Because I could see both defenses scheming up something. And it's just a matter of if the quarterbacks are seeing, are reading what they're seeing, if that makes any sense. And, and the thing, and, and about both of those guys, um, that, that, that egregious, interception that Wilson had that pl- that throw was there for him to have he could have completed that ball he just needed to loft the ball a little bit more put a little bit more air under the ball um I think he missed uh kind of mistook that he didn't think he where he put the ball the linebacker would go up and get it and that was a horrible mistake to to think uh Shaq Shaq uh Shaq Thompson is uh pretty athletic linebacker um that is not what who you want to challenge when it comes to stuff like that um but he learned that 
Um, but again, I think he had a, a couple other bad, really bad throws that, that were dropped. There was the one where he literally threw it, tried to throw it into the ground and the, the corner, I think it was Thompson again, diving, almost intercepting it. Um, but he did not have a lot of egregious mistakes. A lot of what he was, he was able to put the ball where he was supposed to, which encourages me. Um, and uh, like I said about uh, about Mac Jones before, he will just take what he's given. The thing about the, the Jets' defensive scheme is that what I want to see what they're going to give Jones. That's going to be the question because, it's, you know, if you're going to – are you going to do – because in my opinion, what the Jets should do is play, play, play him tough, play everybody tough, and force him to beat them, beat them downfield. Because, uh, you know, if his bread and butter is underneath and you take underneath out, you know, that's the question, right? So, yeah, I think for, for the Patriots, I mean, from the Jets' point of view, you would want to take out a Johnu Smith or a Hunter Henry. But I, I really, I'm looking forward to seeing Jones. I think he's going to get pressured up the middle. I think the Jets are going to want to get him off of his yes, off of his last throw, off of his last foot in the ground, like the three step drop. Get him off of that. Get him on the move. Get him moving a little bit, right? But so. Mac Jones, he's not. Look, Mac Jones is not as athletic as the elite athletes in at his position, but he can throw on the move a little bit. He's gonna. Yeah. I think he's gonna surprise. With yeah, so we'll his ability to throw off platform, not as I don't think as well as uh, Zach showed yeah. flashes of, but it'll be interesting to see which defense gets more pressure and if that pressure is more successful. And you know what? It's going to be an interesting game because it'll be it'll be uh, Mac Jones's first road game in front yeah. of a big crowd. You know. Um, and also yeah, it's, it's not Wake Forest anymore. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> and it's, you know what? And it's going to be Zach Wilson's first home game. So he's going to be, you know, probably over pumped for the game, just like everybody else. Uh, so it'll be interesting, man. Um, it's going to be a tight game. At least, at least what we, the three of us it's think. The, so uh, what's the early point spread? Five and a half right now. New England. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. That I is a lot. It would have been like two for New England. Yeah, I thought it would be three at least because, yeah. but yeah, that's, that's right incredible. Now, and over the last three seasons, the Patriots are 6-0 and against the Jets, against the spread. <laughs> so, all right. So anyway, Patrick, man, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you for having uh, me. Good luck this yeah, week. Man. Always a good friend. You, good luck to good you luck. too, bro. To a certain extent, good luck. Uh, <laughs> win. But, uh, but anyway, man, thank you for joining us. And hopefully the next time we play the Patriots, you could jump on again and give us a little preview again. It would be Sounds awesome. Sounds good. All right, man. Thanks for joining us. All right, us. brother. Thanks. Take it easy. All right, cool, man. Um, all right, so Patrick joined us, gave us a little bit of an insight into the Patriots, and we'll see how we do. It's probably going to be a tight game. At least that's what we all think it is. Um, I don't think Vegas, Vegas is saying five and a half. We think it's a little high, but – We'll see. Um, Vegas, Vegas knows what we talk. They're talking about. We don't. Yeah, they, we'll they usually know more than us. But I'm just yeah. 
They weren't yeah. exactly right during some of these games, but no, uh, they weren't. Instead of going into each and every game, uh, what what did, what were some surprises outside of uh, the Jets uh, that caught your eye in all the games in Week One? Cardinal Cardinals. Yes, very impressive against Cardinals. Beaten are uh, down on the Titans. Yep. Um, Titans defense non-existent. Uh, nobody could stop Chandler Jones. Five sacks. Holy crap! Uh, that's that was pretty surprising. Um, I don't think anybody saw the Bengals beating the Vikings in the first game of the season either. Uh, either. Um, Bengals held tight. That was a competitive game. I, I think I said that that game was going to be closer than people think when I analyzed it before. Because I think the giant, the Vikings defense is trash. And you know, um, week one is always crazy. Yeah. The, so I, some of these games, I'm not going all in on. Like Philly, Atlanta. I, you know, since being an Eagle fan as well, I love seeing it. But I'm not going to say, yeah, oh, they're going to be the favorite now to win the division. Or I still think they got to answer some questions in the next couple of weeks. They got a couple of tough games. They got San Fran next week. So. Um, I'm not going to go all in on either team. You know, Atlanta, you know, Matt Ryan, they got a new scheme there with Arthur Smith. So maybe they're going to take a week or two to get going. Um, that, I, I'll be honest, Dallas scoring as much as they did against Tampa kind of surprised me a little bit. I didn't, I didn't think that game would be as tight as that. Um, but I mean, for Dallas fans, that's great to see uh, Prescott having the game that he did. Um, so good for them. Uh, how about Pittsburgh? Yes, beating Buffalo in Buffalo. That was a li- yes. that's a little bit of a shocker to me. Oh yeah. Well, uh-huh. uh, you know, you know why you shouldn't be shocked. I mean, I understand why you're shocked. Of course, I was shocked too. But yeah. if you look look at the stats, <laughs> remember what we said about Buffalo. What do they? What had did they struggle with last year? Uh, running the ball. <laughs> yes. For a couple what did they after. struggle against this year? Yep, exactly. Running, running the ball. ball. They can't do it. Yeah. If so, if you so, they running. They can't run the ball. No, and and that's the problem. And you have your quarterback drop back fifty-one times in a game against a defense that's so good up front. Incredible, man. That that I mean that's that to me that's such a that's so that's in that's bad coaching. I don't understand. I really don't understand why they do that. And you know, another I, one, another game too. I not that it was a surprise one team one or the other, but the Texans kind of kind of beaten Jacksonville pretty bad. I mean, if Jacksonville <laughs> can't beat Houston, who are they going to beat? Well, I have no idea, brother. Right? I mean, that was, to me, their only wins was against Houston. So if Houston beats them, I mean, I guess Jacksonville's like, all right, you know what? We're going to get the number one pick next year. You guys could fight it out for two or three wins. We're going to win nothing this year. And we're going to lock up that first pick because I, I don't know what – that's awful. If they can't beat the Texans, Texans 37 points? How does that happen? Yeah, I don't know. If somebody <laughs> – if, if if you bet – that uh, that the that the Houston defense would have intercepted the Jaguars three times, and they would have and the Texans would have scored thirty seven points. I would think that you're nuts if you told yeah. me that before the beginning of the season. 
It's true. most definitely that was one of, that was a pretty surprising game. I think the great game too, Cleveland Kansas City. Yes, sir. Um, I you know Cleveland's my Super Bowl pick. So for a half, it looked like yeah, they looked like a Super Bowl team, but the second half, not so much. But um, but that was a good game. I think that that could be the AFC Championship game this year. So we might see that battle again in uh, January. Um, yeah. The other, the other big shocker was the the Saints. 38 yep. three over Green Bay. I mean, what happened to Green Bay? Absolutely no chance. No chance when you think you're the you're too big. I it, I think I it just smelled of a team that totally underestimated their opponent. It yeah. just smelled of that, and I don't know. They forgot. I know Drew Brees is not on that team anymore. Like I said before, I said this before the before the the, the first week. Uh, people keep forgetting how talented that team is. Yes, Drew Brees was a, in a lot of ways the leader and the mortar that made this team go. Don't forget about Alvin Kamara, and don't please don't forget about that defense because if you're going to play that team, you better bring your lunch bucket because they're going to play. Oh, yeah. um, and and uh, Jameis Winston was a first round pick, guys. People have ridiculed the man because he threw 30 interceptions and he deserves it. But please don't forget that he threw for 5,000 yards. He yeah. don't do that. He yeah. don't do that if you're not really good at throwing the ball. So all they needed was to join him with a genius offensive coordinator and have him throw the ball less. Because what? He didn't, he, he how many throws did he have? He probably threw the ball. Yeah, 20 times for the game. 148 yards. Five touchdowns. It's incredible, man, when you think about it. I know. Um, and, you yeah. know and you know what? To me, the, the game that shows you it's week one is the Baltimore-Vegas. You know Baltimore is going to be in it at the end. Vegas, we still don't know. Like, are the Raiders for real? It's, to me, we, that's a perfect week one game that you don't know which way it's going to go you know, for these teams, but you know, Baltimore is going to be in it at the end. They're just, again, like with the saints, so well coached. Um, so uh, Vegas, I have to, I have to give a shout out to the, the Raiders though. I mean, even if it's, yeah. you could say that they're part of the, you know, the week one anomaly stuff that always happens. Um, but that def their defense showed up and they played. I mean, we had talked, we talked crap about the, about this, about the uh, Vegas Raiders uh, defense for a while now, and they showed up. They played. Um, they turned over um, Jackson multiple times. <laughs> they harassed him all game. Um, we 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 definitely the one guy on that team that does not need uh, help is uh, well, not that he doesn't need help, but he definitely needs help. But you put uh, uh, Max Crosby. And uh, now Ngakwe is across from him. Man, if Ngakwe could match uh, Crosby's energy. Oh, yeah. They got, they got pulled in pass rushing, man. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, it was definitely a crazy week one, um, just like it normally is. So going into week two, let's just go over the games real quick. We'll just give our thoughts real fast. Uh, Giants at Washington. Washington, of course. Fitzpatrick looks like he's probably going to be done for the year. 
So it's going to be uh, Hanky or Heineke, whatever his name is. Yeah, Heineke, yeah. Uh, so what, what's your thoughts there? I, Giants didn't look so good week one. So Washington is a team that's, like we said, they're heavily defense-oriented. Um, I, um, I think they struggled on offense a little bit. I think, I think they're going to get a little better. Um, um, I think I, I, I think teams facing that front seven is gonna struggle against Washington here and there, um, especially the Giants who really struggled protecting Daniel Jones, um, and they just happen to be facing a team that uh, you know that uh, have the perfect weapon to um, cause issues for or highlight the biggest problem that they're having. So I think it's a perfect time for Washington to win a game, no? Yeah, Washington has to, yeah, they but they gotta get something on they gotta get something from their offense because yeah, they do gonna keep them in the game, but Washington's offense still has to do something. You know, they they gotta score more than what they did last week. So um, because that defense is gonna keep them in probably every game, especially against a struggling offense like the Giants. Um, next up, Cincinnati at Chicago. So we'll see if Cincinnati is for real, if they could if they could win a game on the road at Chicago. Um, what's your thoughts there? That is going to be an interesting game. Um, and Cincinnati's defense showed me something. Uh, again, is that was that part of the anomaly of week one? <laughs> and you don't know. I mean, at this point, I have no clue. Um, but um, with the Bears, it's going to be about when is Fields going to take over, right? I yeah, think everybody's waiting for. With yeah, game. I mean that's that's gonna be the story all season. Yeah. Um, when is he? But gonna- the best, the best, the best played. I mean, they 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 were competitive. I think I think they were competitive. I think this to is gonna be extent. a competitive game. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, their, their defense will keep you in the game, but it's their offense again. Like with Washington, I don't know what what they're gonna be able to do. I mean, after a while, you've seen the Rams just took over that Chicago game. Yeah, so, that's uh, it. But we'll see. Maybe the Bengals could sneak out a road win there. Chicago's favorite three. So um, Houston's at Cleveland. Um, I'm thinking that's going to be a, an easy win for the Browns. You would think. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I just hope they're not uh, hanging their heads and and and. Uh, oh yeah. Because yeah. I because as much as I think it was a competitive game that they played against the Chiefs. The mm-hmm. Chiefs, the, the Chiefs did not make a mistake, and it came down to them, the quarterback making a, a huge mistake on at, on you know on the last drive there to give yeah. the Chiefs the game. So, so I in in if I were the Browns, I wouldn't go home with my head with my head hanging. I would really, you know, be talking about what we need to do to just push us over the you know over the hill. You know, like, like you know that last thing we need, that last push. You know, and um, they, need, they, they need to rebound too. They can't just, yeah, you know, sneak by. They can't have a bad game. They got to come back because they got to say, all right, hey, you know what? We played the AFC champs as, as tough as we could. We made a mistake at the end. We, we should have won. But all right, now get back to work, you know? Yes. So um, most definitely. I see a, that's a Browns win. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Big, I think. Um, the next game, the Rams at the Colts. The Colts lost last week to the Seahawks. 
-hmm. and now they get the Rams to deal with at home. So <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, I remember somebody telling me that the that they weren't sure that uh, the Rams quarterback could uh, um, eat some crow, uh, mm -hmm. Chris. Well, let's see. <laughs> I wanted. To I know, I know, I know. It was only week one, but I know. Hey, and I told you, but the this Rams, system, yeah, the this Rams system just fits him. I know the 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 listen. The, the system just fits the quarterback and he's going to be able to be put, he's going to be put in a lot of situations where he has to use his arm mm -hmm. and he's very good at using that. <laughs> he's, you know, he's one of the most elite quarterbacks at throwing the ball. Um, so that's going to cause issues for any team, man. And we know what they have in, in weapons. Um, we know what they could do on defense. I just don't think the Colts are on their level at this point. So, is the Rams. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, Buffalo is at Miami. So, Sheesh. yeah, I mean, is Miami for real? You know, is Buffalo going to bounce back? Because if they lose, they, they'll be 0-2. You don't want to go 0-2 mm. in this division, too, because it's going to be tight. So this is, this is the question, right? Like I said before, um, that game plan against the Steelers was complete. I, I still don't understand why they thought throwing the ball 51 times against that defense was an answer. Now you go, you come from making that horrible of a mistake and compounding it by doing it all game and coming against a division foe that will give you everything. So if you, if you're feeling sorry for yourself, coming to play the dolphins, I'm sorry, you're going 0 one too. Yeah. So this is all going to be all about what the bills are willing to do to exactly. win this game. In my opinion, because the dolphins are going to come. Yep. with everything and uh i'm predicting the dolphins winning this game mm. i think bubble yeah. is gonna bounce back but we'll see i don't think they're gonna go oh two um san fran at philly um <clears throat> before week one i would i was seeing this as definitely a loss for philly but after seeing them last week you know maybe they're gonna be able to hang with with the good teams uh we'll see you know they got a tough schedule coming up Philly, their first four games. So, and this is this is where it starts right here. So, I'm I'm not sold. Yeah, uh, I'm, not, I'm not either. What I, do you call? What do you call? What do you call the? You remember, like that if you're walking in the desert and you've been walking in the desert for a long period of time. Garage. There you go. That's <laughs> what it is. Okay. You're <laughs> going San Fran, yeah. Until I see it against a good team, I'll I'm gonna hold yeah. my, uh, my thoughts about them. San uh, Fran win for me. This is an important game, I think. Vegas at Pittsburgh. Uh, mm. Pittsburgh off the big win at Buffalo. Vegas, of course, the home win against the uh, Ravens. So are the Raiders for real? We'll find out this week for sure uh, how they handle Pittsburgh's defense. That's for sure. Yes, most definitely. And that's going to be the question, uh, the play. Um, the Raiders watch that game against the, against the Bills, against the Steelers can come in. Uh and bring their running game, bring their hard hats. And uh, uh, what's the name of the, uh, what the Tuit is his name, the defensive tackle for, for the Steelers? Mm -hmm. Block that guy, please. Because yeah. you're not going to win that game if you can't. I you, still like Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is. Yeah. I'm yeah. I, I think <laughs> I, I totally agree. I think the Steelers are going to gonna win that game. I'm just saying that if the Raiders are going to have a shot, 
at beating that team, they need to <laughs> they need to block Stephon to it. That's uh, Saints at the Panthers. Uh, we'll find. We'll see what uh, Sam can do against New Orleans. Um, yeah, that's another. Re- then, and this is not the Jets' defense. No, <laughs> this, this is not veteran. Yeah, defense yep. going to come after you. So, this would be interesting. They could, match. They could tackle. Yep. They could cover. They could pass. Rush the passer better than the Jets can. All these things they do better than the Jets. And on the other side, that defense has. I said that people are underestimating the Panthers' defense. This is a challenge for the Panthers. Yeah, um, yeah we'll see how good the Panthers' defense We'll see how the – yeah, they will definitely see how they are here. But uh, I'm definitely picking the Saints to win that game, but I'm not, not as convinced I think that the Saints could win that game. a lot of games this year. They're going to yeah. be in a lot of games. Oh, yeah. They're a lot of games. And as long as Sam doesn't give away the farm – you know, if he doesn't have a lot of turnovers in the game, as long as he does what he did last week against us, just get it to CMC, get it to your receivers. Don't turn the ball over like he did. Um, they'll be in decent shape. Um, yeah, agreed. Denver at Jacksonville. Denver coming off the win at the Giants. Jacksonville, of course, coming off the loss against the Texans, surprisingly. Exactly. Uh, it's going to be another so, year for the Jags, I think. Yeah, uh, this is the Broncos all the way. The Broncos defense is just war- was just warming up, playing playing last week. So, they did whatever whatever you saw is just going to get better. Yep. Denver all the way. Definitely. Here's a good one: Minnesota at Arizona. We'll see. Yeah. Arizona back up their week one impressive win. And Minnesota needs to win one here. They don't want to go down 0-2. Yep. And they just happen to be playing a nuisance of a team mm-hmm. because, because the Cardinals, it seemed like they week one, they looked like a well-rounded team. Am I going to say that they are? I don't know. Again, might be a mirage. Now, uh, but I, I think Arizona's for real, but it, look at that yeah. division they're in. Like I said, they could finish fourth and easily in that division. Yeah, well, Kyler Murray had four touchdowns last week, right? Yep. Okay. Well, how many touchdowns should he, should he throw another four touchdowns? Because he's going up against a feather duster of a defense. <laughs> we'll see. So he might he might just throw four again. Yeah. I picked the Cardinals in that game. Yeah. Uh, me too. I think so. I don't think it'll be a blowout, but Arizona is going to win, I think. Yes. Um, Atlanta, good luck against Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. So you know Tampa Bay's defense is going to be like, listen, we're not giving up 29 points ever again. So nope, and it's that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't us. That wasn't yeah. us. We woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Yep, that was just one game. Come get it. But they did lose their corner, so that's gonna that might play into uh, their season going. Down, I think, you know? I think, I think yes. That I think that in long term during the season that will cause issues for them. But yep. if you saw during the game when the when the, the Dallas tried to attack the the replacement corners, I think they played a hell of a game in in replacement of him. So I don't think I don't think that's gonna be a problem. Um, short term, long term, yes. Short term, no. Buccaneers uh, all the way. Yeah, definitely. 
Uh, here's an interesting one. Dallas at the Chargers. Yeah, Chargers very interesting. Their, their new stadium for the first time. Um, finally in front of a lot of fans, hopefully for them. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of Dallas fans there. But it's going to be interesting because Dallas went neck and neck with the Super Bowl champs. So, and the Chargers played very well last week. So this, is, this should be a good one. Yeah, uh, man, this is going to be a good game. Um, both teams are pretty good, uh, were pretty good, and even if one lost and one didn't. Um, I'm, I'm, I was impressed by the Chargers. I think you still see the same thing. You see the quarterback being who he is, um, the defense can play. Um, uh, what's the name of the safety on the Chargers? can't remember his name of the, for some reason – Searching my mind for him oh. had a had a hell of a game. I just, um, yeah, I was just thinking about him too. They really they 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 will need their defensive backs against the Cowboys offense. It'll be pretty interesting to see that matchup. That is going to be a hell of a matchup. I want to see that game. I want to watch that game. Yeah, that's it should be uh, for sure. And are the Cowboys defense for real? That's the other question too. Um, so um, ah, this is tough. Uh, <laughs> Man, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Cowboys win this game just by the strength of their offense. They're just going to outscore the Chargers. It's going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah, I. you know what? I think it's going to be the other way around. Uh, I like the Chargers a lot. Um, I think they're going to be much better this year. Uh, I, I think, they, I think they're going to squeak it out because Dallas's defense is not going to be able to stop the Chargers' offense. And I think their defense is a little bit better. And they could slow down Dallas a little bit, you know, just enough. It's probably going to be a high scoring 27, 24 or something like that, but um, definitely going to be a good one to check out. Um, Tennessee at Seattle. Uh, Tennessee has to rebound this week after uh, losing their home opener to Arizona and Seattle was Mm -hmm. impressive in their win against the Colts on the road. So what do you think? Titans. Where is your defense mm-hmm. against a juggernaut of an offense um, that the Seahawks could throw the ball everywhere? They they just have the weapons to do it, and uh, the Titans in their first game showed that they uh, they uh, Swiss cheese, right? That's what you would say. They're full of holes, yeah. so. Uh, yeah, Seahawks all the way, man. On until uh, the Titans figure out what they want to do on defense. I, I don't think anybody would have seen it, but the Texans are going to be in first place. <laughs> they might even be in, they, they they're going to be in first place no matter what happens. That's incredible. Yeah, so that, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, Seattle should win that one too. Um, KC at Baltimore on Sunday night. Um, Woo! Yeah, uh, and you know what? And Baltimore's defense looks so good against the Raiders. So yeah, uh, they better wake up this week. This is a, a there is there is specific there's specific players here and there on that defense that are missing uh, that they're probably going to miss all year uh, on Baltimore. I'm talking about. Um, they're still, of course, very talented. Uh, a lot of very good players everywhere, but <laughs> the Chiefs literally played a. Uh, against a ultra talented defense and made no mistakes, no fumbles, no turnovers, nothing. And 
the Browns played a near perfect game and still lost. Do you think the Ravens are capable to play that uh, near perfect game? No. Yeah. Chiefs, <laughs> Chiefs win the game. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Then they're not going to be able to stop that offense. They can't stop the Raiders. You know, how are you going to stop the Chiefs offense? Uh, Monday night, I'm going to call it. And I said it as soon as that game was over, the Saints, uh, the Green Bay Saints game was over Sunday. I said, Green Bay, week two. I didn't even look at who they were playing. I said, Green Bay is going to win. And Monday night, they play against Detroit at home. So I'm going to say Rodgers is going to have a much, much better game Monday night than he had against the Saints. I think this is going to be a bloodbath. I think this is going to be an ugly, ugly win for the for Green Bay. I mean, ugly as in blowing them out because they got to bounce back. There's no way that's the Packer team week one. There's no way that that's going to be the Packer team. There's no way. Rodgers yeah. is not going out like that in Green Bay. He wants to I walk agree. out the door with his middle finger up in the air to that organization. So he's going to – I think he's going to have a huge game this week. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, there's no way that team will go down playing the way they played last week. Like I said, uh, week one anomalies, man. You could count on them. Definitely. Uh, and that was, that was definitely one of those uh, um, that you could just throw away. So the Packers could take that one. Uh, what did Rex Ryan do one time? Bury the ball. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what. That's what. That's what. That's what the Packers need to do. Go bury the ball in the backyard. Yep. Uh, <laughs> bury the uniforms too. Bury yeah, the everything. And bury everything. everything. That's Throw it. Every- and and if you want to do more, uh, you could also light it on fire too. Uh, yes. Uh, that's what I, I would think do. It, I think it's. I think it's deserving. Uh, that's how bad you guys played. But you guys are better than that. And you just happened to be getting a, a nice soft toss this week. So, and here's the other thing: too. the Saints weren't even playing a, technically a, a, a home game because they had to play in Jacksonville because yeah. of the storm, right? So that was even worse. I mean, that was just embarrassing for Green Bay. So that's why I, I'm I'm predicting a huge win for Green Bay. Um, they have to, you know, just for what you're saying, they have to bounce back. So, all right, man, that was that's week one into the books. It was a great. Great week one, actually. Um, How did we do, by the way, Chris? Huh? In our predictions. Oh, in our other one, we did. Uh, you got, you beat me by one. I think you got eight wins. Yeah, and I got seven. So. Okay. With our picks on our other show, but with our picks, so we'll, we'll see how we do on this week's picks as well. Um, but anyway, thanks for joining us. Uh, that was our week one um, wrap up and our preview for week two. And um, we hope to see you guys next week. And we'll be talking about week two. Hopefully it's a win. See you then. Yes, sir.